The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This podcast was brought to you by Dragon Shield. Use code PLAYTOIN5 at the affiliate link down below for 5% off to help support the show. Welcome to the Play-To-Win Podcast, where we talk about winning in CEDH. I'm Dylan. And I'm Cam. <laughs> a little extra. <laughs> we are going to be talking about the best four and probably five color decks. I think five color too. In CEDH yeah, today. We're, we're going to be focusing on the color combinations, what each four color and five color bring to the table, as well as the best commanders from each of those color pairings. And then we're going to rank them. Because we love ranking shit. And that's what we do here on the Play to Win podcast. <laughs> I think this podcast is also going to be a lot more about what each of these four color combinations lack more than what they gain because most of them are going to gain a lot of the same stuff, the same powerful cards from each color. Yeah. But they're really more about what they don't have and why that's not so big a deal in the stronger combinations or why it's a really big deal in the weaker combinations. And we're going to talk about how some of these five color decks can take advantage of having all of the colors. So let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Do you have a least favorite color in magic dylan least favorite color Ooh, that's so hard so we're talking about just for cedh right we're talking just for ced uh no right now for this question because it's going to determine the first color combination we talk about for this question it's in all of magic white is my least favorite color in all of magic i would say outside of cedh i almost never play white maybe when i first started playing i like naya creature decks but outside of that i have been mainly not white playing for the most part but cdh that's much different cdh i like playing white because white cards are really good they have a lot of really good tools in white but in a lot of these other formats it's less so about like what colors you're gonna get versus like the specific cards that you have yeah i think in in other formats of magic i just more stick to my jund roots and things like that i stick to more things that are I don't know. I just I don't like white. I don't like going wide. You're I don't here, like. Yeah. They just it's just not my thing. But totally fair. Well, then let's start off with Sans white decks. Then so this color combination then would be green, red, black, and blue. Okay. So this color combination has uh, really what used to be considered the four best colors in Commander, but yeah. not so much anymore. I feel like white has been given so many tools recently, all the silence effects. Not only have we gotten more of them in Ranger Captain of Eos and things like that, but we've realized more and more how good they are, I think, in CDH, yeah. just with the four-player nature of the game having access to definitely protection. Like, you don't have to worry about just the one counter spell being enough. This is protection against three other players. So having that white is really powerful. So now that we talked about why white's really fucking right. good. That's what this color combination normally misses, I yeah. think, is it doesn't have the best protection. It's the one thing that I'm really looking for when I look for commanders in this color pairing, which is normally things like Thrasios File Smasher. That's the first one that comes to my mind. Thrasios File Smasher is usually the first one that comes to my mind, and I think, I want to say, is having a little bit of a resurgence recently. I have seen it be doing well. It's there's no it it is a strong color combination for sure. I yeah. think it's just been overshadowed by Blue Farm recently. Well, it's green Grixis, and right. like you can't go wrong with a Grixis base. I want to say so. Any of these color combinations that are going to have black, green, red, I'm automatically going to think they're going to be one of the better 
color combinations black, here. Black, blue, red. You said black, green, red. But black, I think, blue, yeah. red. Yeah. yeah. Black, blue, Whoa, red. Yeah. yeah. Grixis. If we're in Grixis plus another color, that's a good color. But there's only two of those. Right? Yeah. So. And the problem, though, <laughs> is that green doesn't necessarily add a ton to Grixis in, in what you want of things, I it, should say. It adds one extremely powerful thing, and that's calling ritual. Yes, yeah, calling ritual, ritual. Not yeah. calling the week. Every time I say it, I have to double check. Because I know, right? It, it feels like, all right, it should be the name of the other We're one. We're going to run out of magic card names, so yeah. everything's going to sound so similar. Calling Shmigate ritual. Shmigate is going to be a card they're going to have to break. Just do this on the keyboard, and it's going to be a spell soon enough. But I would say that that card is the number one pull to being in green right now. Not only does I it, would say, yeah. In, right? In these kind of strategies, like a Grixis strategy, not only are you getting rid of a ton of the stacks pieces that you want to get rid of, the Dranath Magistrate, the Collect Truth, whatever, anything like that, but you're making so much mana, you can really start your turn. You can start right after an Ad Nauseam. If you can fire this off, you have so much extra mana. The card is just, it really lets you go over the top. It fuels your Underworld Breaches as well. Yeah. So, like, you're filling up your graveyard so that you can continue to get even more mana out of your graveyard if you want to. It just... It still has a 99% win percent rate in <laughs> decks that I play when I cast it. So I'm absolutely in love with that card. Green, the other two cards that I can I like for more Grixis strategies that Green brings would be Veil of Summer. Yep. Just as an extra piece of, of protection, but not really good interaction if you need to use it defensively. So yeah. it's not always the best. Uh, and then Crop Rotation is the only other one that I would consider. But as I'm playing less and less mana dorks in decks crop rotation even in these decks seems less and less exciting to me yeah that's true if you're not really abusing cradle it's not quite as good for me the biggest things that green springs is more multicolored cards things like abrupt decay assassin's trophy Ooh, yeah. fire covenant the really really good interactions uh, already a green uh black red oh card. Yeah, yeah it's not a green card at all i'm sorry it's just a multicolor card but that's the first good, two so that it... you said are actually like yeah. they they did I forgot about those. Assassin's Trophy and Abrupt Decay are great reasons to be in green. Some of the best removal, I think, in our format. Two mana is a little bit much, but the when versatility of anything, yeah. Yeah, the versatility and the protection is really helpful on two, both of those. So you don't really think about, like, Ikra Krom at all when you think about of this color combination? Not anymore. I love this deck for a little bit. I definitely played it and enjoyed it a lot. Right now, if I wanted to play two five mana commanders, I think I would lean more towards... More towards Krom Tevish side. I think I would agree with you there. And even if I did want to splash that green in four colors with Krom, honestly, I think I'm leaning more towards the other one, the three mana one that comes in with encounters. Honestly, I wasn't very aware that Rayhan was seen pay was seen play with the Krom partner pairing, yeah. but Taking a look at the deck, like it actually is super cool. So it's I can nice. see more of that. Yeah, it's nice to have commanders that are just at different mana costs. Having yeah. a three mana opposed to a second five mana is a big difference. And it does do some small things that can be helpful, right? Yeah, I, I have a know. lot of experience with Ikra in the command zone trying to amplify the power of my life for card draw effects yeah and i've only had negative experiences with it so yeah. <laughs> if i can do something else in my command zone i think i'd much rather go for that yeah definitely besides that you also have access to like yidris in these colors which, that's the other deck i have listed yeah. here yeah yidris is definitely a powerful effect having to play pay four mana of different color pips wait and then attack is a little bit of a stinker that's so hard the four pips is i think what hurts it the most we really want to lean into things like jewel lotus when we're playing at the highest level of cd just because cards like Drew Lotus are so good. So this deck not having access to that as as powerful kind of stinks. You just also kind of 
Requires you to play some less than optimal cards if you don't have Yidris. And when you find them in your hand, it really is unfortunate. They are not good cards to have in hand. They take way too much time to actually be able to get off. And you're investing your mana early into something that might not even pay off with how quick certain games of CEDH could play. And that can be fine with certain decks if your commander is easy to cast, but I just... Yidris is just not easy to no, cast. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to get those four if picks If it had reliably. like Yajila's mana cost, yeah. I would feel completely different about him. Until then, I think for me, I think I want to lean more towards Thrasios Vile Smasher in these color combinations. Krom plus the other... What's the other one's name? Rayhan? Rayhan, sorry. Krom plus Rayhan is also solid. I think it's just do you prefer Krom or do you prefer... Uh, Thrasios. With the Thrasios version, you get to play a couple... You have to be play a little bit more Fierce Guardianship Deflecting Swat type effects. A little bit more reliably. Little and more reliably, these decks right? are also probably playing uh, the black one too, Deadly Relic. Right. Yeah. So for me, I would rather lean towards Thrasios. I just want a cheaper commander in these colors, I think. But I can totally see going the Krom version. It's also a lot easier to break Thrasios. And like at least yeah. you... You could play Curiosity if you wanted to. So, like, at least there's a reason for Crom. File Smasher. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Wow. We're doing great with these card names. A plus. It's yeah. the day before Christmas Eve right That's now. So, true. give us yeah. some slack. It's, <laughs> and it's a Saturday. So, this year it's basically Christmas Eve. Are there any other no color commanders in this color combination? No. There's really nothing, right? No, this is really it. Anything else I would consider less than this for ranking purposes, and we can only choose one of these to submit for the final round for our top five. For me, I'm submitting Thrasios File Smash. Where are you at? I think I'm going to agree with you, too. Okay. Thrasios, did I say this? Thrasios is a lot easier to break than Crown. You did mention. Great. Okay. Well, then I won't say any more about that, and I'll bold Thrasios File Smasher then. What is your favorite color in Magic? Favorite color's got to be black. Great. Um, I feel like we all knew that. <laughs> so let's talk about Sans Black next then. Yes, okay. So this color combination is one that we've actually played quite a bit between thra- you and me each having our own Thrasios Brews explorations. Um, but not only that, Akiri is technically another partner that you could have as well. But sure. for all intents and purposes... These are usually the same decks. Uh, You're either playing a birthing pod strategy where you are trying to go through a Naya-based Kiki-Jiki line to win the game with Felidar Guardian and the Angel. Karmic Guide. Or you're playing the Dawn Waker versions, which are a little bit more grindy, trying to abuse Dockside Extortionist and win through infinite mana lines through drawing your deck with Thrasios. Yeah, for me, I was playing more of that version, the Dockside plus any one of its infinite A plus B combos you can play in the deck. Me too. A thousand ways to break Seedborn Muse. Now the deck gets uh, access to the One Ring, which is very good. For me, I have been leaning a little bit away these type of strategies that have to commit a lot to the board before they can really start spiraling out of control. I just like a little bit more... I don't know. I've been leaning a little bit more away from that, I think. More, I like getting- more explosiveness yes. now, right? Like with these Thrasios decks, everything that you're doing, you can see coming. Like you're playing a bunch of mana sources and passing the turn with a bunch of open mana so that you can activate Thrasios' ability on an end step to show everyone what you're drawing. So now everyone knows what interaction you have. They know when to wait. Sometimes that can be good. That can scare the table from going for anything. And a lot of this deck all really needs is time. So if your opponents are afraid to go for a win, that can be great. But if your opponents are just going to make you have it, the other opponents are going to know that you have the interaction, so they're just going to pass until you play all of your interaction out. And its backup win conditions for infinite mana are, are arguably even easier to assemble and even more reliable than the dockside loops. Being able to play 
devoted druid and swift reconfiguration means that you have a very easy way to a lot of times at instant speed set up infinite mana so that you can draw your deck at instant speed and then set up scenarios where your opponents can't do anything until you get to your turn finale the table for the win and then take it from there yeah i would say the main thing that this color combination misses is obviously black so the best thing that black has to offer is tutors you have those in green because a lot of your tutors targets are like green like our creatures that the green things can find but you miss the ability for things like you know things like demonic tutor things like imperial seal vampiric tutor that can get anything at all so you're a little bit slower i would say you're not as easily able to find your windows because you just don't have as much control over what you're putting into your hands and the ones that you do have are pretty pretty bad for a lot of times like enlightened tutor is great if you need it to be a mana crypt right away but otherwise it doesn't really get you any of your combo pieces unless you're playing uh i guess it gets swift reconfiguration or basalt monolith if you're playing the kitten lines yeah. as well but it gets rhystic study which is also obviously very good i but- have been liking it more to get a value piece like that too but it's still not like i'd rather have access to demonic tutor than enlightened tutor i yeah, guess I, I know what you're saying is it's not there are times when your line tuner is not going to get you what you need whereas vampiric tutor will always get you what yeah. you need and, and that's I, your one life and i've considered cutting mystical tutor from that deck a lot of the time because it doesn't get you any of your combo pieces no the only thing it gets you is like an early counter spell to scare the table yeah. or maybe slowly you can you know search for finale of devastation and, or and cryptic it, command not not um cyclonic rift yeah a cyclonic rift is a good one too um, otherwise like you are really leaning into the fact that because you're in green you're trying to play out all of the green creature tutors so all of your dockside enablers have to be creatures then too. I would also say that you kind of miss out on card advantage a little bit, which kind of, it seems strange. It's funny to say, yeah. Right, Thrasios is insane. And if you're doing the Thrasios thing, yes, you will have card advantage. But besides that, if you can't get your mana going, if there is a... You know, something that's stopping your mana dorks from tapping or if stopping your artifacts from tapping for mana and your Thrasios plan gets slowed down, Bruce doesn't do shit. He is not good at all. And you just don't have a lot of other... I mean, like, you have Rhystic Study, yes, but without access to thing like Timna, without access to other all the big black spells that draw you big chunks of cards at one time, it can be easy to fall behind, I think. What was the four-color commander from the commander product that wasn't the partners for this one? I don't know their names, but because I don't really see a lot of CEDH play, Tyler used to play them in casual. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, they're from Theros, and uh, it's a two-eight, and it has some kind of ability. Let's just find out what it is. I'm trying to. Yeah. <laughs> this is no one wants to watch us figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, white, blue, red, green cards with the word "and" in them. Yeah, Kyranos and Tiro of Miletus. Yeah, these ones weren't really. They were never really played at all in CDH, right? No, but we do have another commander, though, that is in this color combination oh, yeah, in right. Omnath, yeah. Locus of Creation. And Omnath was kind of played a little bit. Omnath is good because it can be a food chain outlet. It can be an outlet for Dockside Loops. It can do a lot of the things that Thrasios and Bruce can do without having to do without doing the seedborne musy grindy stuff quite as well yeah you can lean in a little bit more into underworld breach lines with like intuition piles as well and take advantage of the fact that you're in this jeskai color pile which a lot of the thrasios decks don't really do like they don't run underworld breach which is pretty unheard of for these red decks yeah a lot of the thrasios decks instead run like lightning bolt and red elemental blast and dockside 
deflecting SWAT, and I listed every red card that they play <laughs> right now. Yeah, Omnath has the same issue as Yidris that we just talked about, that it just has one color of every pip, so that can be a little bit hard to access at times, um, but still can be powerful. I think I will still lean more towards yeah. Thrasios Bruce. It's over funny, this, none of these decks in this color pile are playing Jeweled Lotus. Yeah, yeah, none of them are. They're all really pretty can. poopy Jeweled Lotus decks, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. If your reason for not playing Omnath is because you want to play Jeweled Lotus, Thrasios doesn't help you with that. you got to play a different color no, combination No, yeah, you should entirely. be talking about a different color combination then if you're, if you're going in that direction. But I have Thrasios Bruise over Akiri, and the only reason for that is because this color combination typically lends it lends to being Eldritch Evolution and Neoform decks. Yeah, and Bruise allows you to use those cards to get you into Seedborn Muse a lot better than Akiri is at being a timna blocker in my opinion yeah yeah definitely like you're the whole reason i think why you're playing that strategy is because you're exploiting seed bermuse that's like yeah. your ad nauseum of that deck you want to use it the best and if you're doing that eldritch evolution your bruise into it is another great way to find the seedborn muse so i would i would definitely agree cool yeah all right let's put thrasios bruise and again we're, we're leaning towards the dawn waker side of things yeah we haven't really talked about why we like pod less but i think the blue hole just birthing pod thing is just too many cards that are dead yeah it's just less dead cards overall you get to play a more controlling route and since you're playing blue cards you want to be a little bit more reactive so i think that like lends itself a little bit better into the seedborn muse strategy and if you're in the seedborn muse strategy i think you want to be playing more dock side things and i mean they can they can both go both ways i just think the non-pod line is fewer cards so if you're able to do that you should do it i think so too the thrasios dawn waker decks don't really have like good one card win conditions for the most part which the which the blue pod decks now do but i don't think that the line itself is enough to push that aspect over the edge for blue pod to take the the win here yeah, I think so. It, it depends a lot on the color combination. We'll talk about another color combination where I think the pod line is the best line to go for a lot of the times. But for this one, I think the dock side lines are just a little bit better. I need to think of a new question to ask you to know which one of these color combinations to go for. Um, which of the rug colors, which of the teamer colors is your least no, positive is your favorite. Which of the teamer colors is your favorite? Probably red is the color that I play the most. Red's the color that you play the most. So let's talk about sans red then. Okay. So this is blue, white, green, and black. Yes, this is Atraxa. This is Thrasios Timna. Thrasios Timna, once the king of the format, uh, not so much anymore, I would say. I think the main problem with this color combination is that it lacks the explosiveness that red brings, which is super important to kind of help you get off the ground in CEDH. A lot of what these decks are doing is really just like, it's the same thing that the Grixis green decks are doing. This is just Esper plus green, but green is not really bringing a ton to you unless you're playing Atraxa, in which case it's bringing you the food chain line all of a sudden. Right, and food chain can be great. Having another way to win quickly with Atraxa is great. We've talked about Atraxa recently, so I'm not going to talk too much more about Atraxa. But we should talk more about Thrasios Timna, then, I think maybe. we should talk more about Thrasios and Timna, and that lack of explosion that the red gives. It's kind of a shame, because red doesn't give a ton of cards. What it gives is very singular. It gives you Dockside, it gives you Underworld Breach, and that kind of is it. Everything else, Deflecting Spot's fine. You don't, you don't need it, but it's fine. It's, you know, it's good to have. The Blasts can be good, but again, they're not needed or necessary. So the main thing that you lack is that Dockside, and kind of weirdly, that makes a big deal when you're in four colors. Like, you're already here... It's sort of like a might as well play it situation. Yeah. And with the Thrasios Timnadex now, you're you're just a little bit always behind, it feels like. 
I'm not saying these decks can't be good. They can be very good, and they can definitely take down tournaments, no doubt. But against the uh, the, the blue farms, against the orcish bowmasters, yeah. you're, you have you're playing mana dorks. You're leaning in there a little bit, so you're you're gonna feel a little bit of the the pushback from what are the best decks in the format are doing right now. You definitely can do well, but I agree. The odds are stacked against you a little bit more when you're playing this deck, and I think bowmaster really is the biggest reason. A deck that looks at hands and can either go, oh, this is gonna be a great Thrasios hand, or this is gonna be a great Timna hand like both of those are just really weak to what orcish bowmaster can do and the more things that we're looking for like recently you talked about wanting to find other cards like bowmaster to play and if we're gonna see like mayhem devil in pods more too that's just gonna be even more of a reason to wean away from green mana dork strategies which are really what make like Timna and Thrasios together, so good. This is also, we could have brought this up when we were talking about uh, Thrasios Bruise just a little while ago, is that any strategy focusing on green right now is going to be weak to Orcs Bowmaster. That can be fine. Bowmaster is just one card. It's just one of the better cards in the format right now, and I you're think you're going to see a lot. You're of. just going to see it a lot, so you have to have a plan on how to deal with it, and the best plan is to just kind of work around it. The spells in CDH are oftentimes... A lot better than the creatures anyway. I know we've been leaning more and more towards creatures recently because they've been printing a lot more things that do similar things to Rhystic Study. But, but they haven't printed a creature that's better than Force of Will. Right. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I like, haven't felt like we're there. There are still a ton of unfair instants and sorceries that lean away from creature strategies that are a little bit harder to interact with with things like that that I want to be pushing more, yeah. especially in my four-color and five-color pods. Yeah, I agree. I don't really love the win conditions that this color combination has. That's Thorical Demonic Consultation. I mean, I, I guess I... <laughs> Thinker. I guess the non-Thorical Demonic Consultation <laughs> win cons, because all these decks we've talked about so far have access to this. That's not true. The last color combination does not Thrasios have access to Thrasios Bruise, we should have talked about that too, does not Doesn't have access have yeah. to Thrasios Oracle Demonic Man, Consultation. Man, that makes it... That, that lowers it a lot in the standings. Yeah, then. definitely. Yeah. But this color combination, a lot of the other win conditions outside of that, like if you're playing in um, Timna... Thrasios, you have access to Scepter, which we've talked about a lot being bad. Hermit Druid, which is just a combo that I think is way too all-in and something I'm not very comfortable with playing a lot of the time. Too many dead cards. So I'm way off of that. Like, I love Food Chain personally, but, like, I haven't wanted to take it into a tournament yet. Yeah. So I, I think I'd just, like, rather be doing a lot of other different things for backup win conditions. Underworld are, Breach is just a better backup yeah. win condition, truthfully. I think the, your best backup win condition in decks like this, for me personally, is just like Jace, Wielder of Mysteries. It's just like a second Thassa's Oracle type thing. Yeah. It's another, it's Tainted Plaque and Demonic Constellation, which obviously you're already playing too, but maybe... Um, Praetor's Grasp then too. <laughs> Praetor's Grasp to find it from somebody else or something like that. In these color combinations, I think that's probably your best plan B rather yeah. than something like the... The extra, the infinite mana with um, uh, Ice Grand Scepter. It's just not quite up to par anymore. Yeah, I, th I think that's probably right, actually. Yeah. So, which one of these two decks between Atraxa or Thrasios Timna, which one do you think is going to take the crown for Sans Red? It's kind of hard. I think if you look at tournament reports, you'd pretty much have to say Atraxa. Atraxa is the one that's doing something right now. Me personally, I think that's a little bit of recency bias. Every time I played Atraxa, I felt, man, if this hand was Thrasios Timna, I could definitely keep. But because it's Atraxa, I surely can't. So for me, I'm going to choose Thrasios Timna. I still think the deck is great. I just don't think it's gotten as many new toys. So people aren't as interested in exploring in it. And also because it hasn't gotten any new toys, it's falling a little bit. It's not quite the strongest anymore. But yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not still one of the strongest. That's fair. Because like this color combination... Um 
I'm about to say something else really stupid, but like unless you're playing Necro in a lot of these decks, which I don't know how many of these lists are playing Necro, like Born Upon the Wind is a card that Grixis decks have been taking advantage of a ton, and I don't know how much advantage like this color combination gets to take advantage of it. I mean, if you're playing Seedborn Muse, it might be nice to just have Born Upon a Wind in your deck, so you're untapping your lens anyway. You'll have the resources just fire out a fast Oracle win or something like that. All I think these sudden, decks yeah, can still play that card for sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. I told you I was going to say something stupid. <laughs> Without Necro, they missed the... Uh, I see what you're saying, like the biggest selling point to Born Upon a Wind, but Born Upon a Wind can be very good in a lot of different situations. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just opens windows, and that's really good. So who are we giving this crown to? I don't know where we landed on For this. For me, Thrasios Timna. For, For you, me Thrasios personally, Timna. Yeah. I'm going to bold Thrasios Timna, though, because I can understand where you're coming at from this. Yeah. And if we're taking a look at CEDH as a whole, Atraxa has a lot of work to do before it really stands up to the ubiquity that Thrasios Timna has had. Yes, yeah. Atraxa has had a good year, but Thrasios Timna had a good, like, five years. So That's true, we, yeah. We can, we can weigh them kind of evenly, and I think for now we can still give it to Thrasios Timna, knowing that Atraxa is coming for that crown. It's like... <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the Thrasios Timna. Okay. And Patrick Mahomes is Atraxa. Sure, yeah. I don't know sports, but that sounds right to me. I don't know sports either. I just see them in commercials all the time. I right, feel. yeah. Okay. I'm going to shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Heads or tails? Heads, always. We're going to pick Sands Green as the next color combination that we're okay. going to talk about then. About so this, one, is, this, this is Blue Farm. This is Blue Farm. Yeah, this is blue, white, black, and red. This is great. I don't want to spoil anything, but I have a hunch this one's probably going to be towards the top of our final list. First couple reasons for me why this is the best color combination in CDH. One, you're in Grixis, which means you're in Thassa's Oracle, Demonic Consultation, which is the best. Plus, you get Dockside Extortionist and Underworld Breach, which is the best. That's Already, Grixis. that package is like the best thing that you can do in CDH, in my opinion. And it's what I'm looking for in a tournament deck that I feel comfortable bringing. Most efficient win condition, most easy win condition to get going from nothing that's why there's great the reason why the addition of white is so helpful is one silence effects obviously are very good like we talked about in the beginning making sure that the, your whole combo can go through can be really great especially if you're doing underworld breach lion's eye diamond it can be very all in knowing that your opponents are silenced or grand abolished can be very helpful but not only that savine's reclamation is like the glue that holds this whole deck together yeah. in my opinion it's really because you get to combine the jeskai piles and the grixis piles the aspects that make those two color combinations so good just enhance when they're put together. Yeah, definitely. They work really well together. Savine's Reclamation being able to find you a win from basically any situation as long as you have, I think, six cards in the graveyard and a couple extra mana. It might be nine. Step. It might be nine, actually. Depending Anywhere on where you go from. six to nine, you can win the game. The Intuition finds Savine's Reclamation, Underworld Breach, and Lion's Eye Diamond. With the Lion's Eye Diamond and the Underworld Breach and the flashing back of the Savine's Reclamation, doesn't matter which your opponents gives you because no matter what, you'll be able to get that Underworld Breach in play once the Breach is in play 
play. You can uh, get the uh, intuition back cast again with the Underworld Breach, finding the Brain Freeze and any other pieces you need to help go through the combo safely. That, in addition to like being able to play all the best tutors and all of the best creatures and like being able to leverage the two best card advantage commanders in the command zone in timna and crown yeah i think that's going to easily be the best deck spoiler alert that we're going to talk about for this color combination now we do need to talk about some of the negatives we talked about before timna being kind of a negative into orcish bowmaster which is true especially even more so in a thrasios timna deck where mana dorks are there in this deck yes the bowmaster can stop the timna but you're not playing a lot of other creatures besides that so sure it stops your timna but the beauty about this color combination is you don't really care about your commanders you really they're not necessary like they're fine they're good card advantage sure if you have a window to cast them you can but they're not essential to your game plan whatsoever so you can really pivot very easily into a whole bunch of different things you're very free to make any decisions that you want not having to worry about dranith magistrate i'm like yes you have the underworld breach but also you have fastest oracle so for everything you have another thing so you cannot care about the wrong thing does that make sense right yeah no i think that definitely makes sense so what you're losing out from not including green is really absolutely minimal yeah because the colors that you're in are doing everything that they want to do perfectly that you don't need mana dorks you have access to dark ritual and all of the mana rocks that you need you don't need creature tutors because you have black tutors you have the black tutors right and you have all of the card draw you could want to find a tutor or the actual win condition that you need as well you don't need crop rotation you don't need like any of the good cards that we've talked about you getting in green you don't need seedborn muse because you're not that kind of deck like any of these good cards that we've already talked about you're not looking for so it really just amplifies how much green is kind of the worst color in cedh right now yeah which is fine it's one color has got to be the worst it's not you know what yeah. i mean it's, it's fine that we've gone through waves white was definitely the worst color for a long time there was a while where sultai was the strongest color combination in cdh and adding white to that was nice you didn't need red at all it just wasn't good and then they printed two cards dockside and underworld breach and now red is right up there with like the best color in the format so things can change very quickly green gets one or two more tools and green can skyrocket to one of the best colors but for right now it's sitting at the worst color in the format there are a couple of other decks that are in this same color combination that i think we should give their dues to uh, Brea is the four individual pip commander from the Yidris cycle of commanders that can kind of stand up on its own a little bit here. It has the same problems as Yidris. It has the same problems as like all these other commanders that we've talked about. But at the same time, you're in a much better color combination. So you kind of feel like you're already ahead of the game in comparison to the other four pip commanders. It also does allow you to win with a dockside loop, right? That's how this card works. You're you're able to use, after you blink back and forth with infinite treasures, you can blink it back and forth and shoot your opponents, right? That sounds right, yeah. Because Brea can sacrifice tokens to deal yeah, damage Brea, to things. Yeah, because Brea wins with Bomberman. So yeah, Brea, one of its abilities is to shoot your opponents for three. So if you want to win, so if you want to do the same thing that you're doing with Blue Farm, but you want to win with a Dockside Loop also, Brea is good for that. Yeah, exactly. And instead of the card advantage in the command zone, which arguably you just said you don't need yeah. because it's just extra fluff you can have a combo finish in your command zone like you said the other thing there is a surprisingly large amount of stranger things commanders that you can play that are in this color combination too um sicily and safina also known as 11 and um i couldn't remember the name of the other guy from the show the boris guy is jim 
Jim. Yes, Jim, you're right. It's Boris Jim. Guy, yeah, Boris guy is Jim, I think. Yeah, so Eleven and Jim is one of the pairings that you can do. Or Will and Lucas is the other pairing from the Stranger Things cards that you can do. With Will and Lucas, you get to play Luris, which is kind of nice. That's also true, yeah. Luris is really powerful, but a six-mana Luris is a little bit less powerful, which is what it is when it's in your uh, companion zone like that. Basically, what these do is allow you to have extra different win conditions, kind of similar to what Brea brings. Sophina and Sicily do allow you to play the one-card win condition, technically, of Time Sieve as well. With your commanders, every time you're attacking, you can make a bunch of clues that you can sacrifice to the Time Sieve to make sure that you're getting extra turns to find either a more reliable win condition or take the table out with damage. Isn't it kind of interesting that there are several like really good options in Sans Green for CDH, I think, that all use different one or two card win conditions, and yet... Better than all of them is just the card advantage engines. Like, right? I feel like that says something about how we should be looking at decks and CDH. Is like the co the combo in the command zone is just not as powerful as advantage in the command zone. No. Like it's just if it were, these decks would be more popular than Blue Farm, but they're not. Blue Farm is the most popular because card advantage is what wins games, not efficient combos. Yeah. So something to think about, at least for me, while I'm going forward in my deck brewing process. I think I think that's very true. Yeah, I think just if you just are gonna have more cards. That's just the easiest way to determine who's going to win the game of Commander. And I, again, we're just pairing up the two best card advantage commanders together in this color combination. So I think it's pretty obvious we're going to have Tim Necrom at the top. Yeah, Tim Necrom, definitely sans green, best four-color color combination in CDH, without a doubt. The final four-color combination for us to talk about then is going to be sans blue, which right. is black, blue, red, green. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i feel like i'm off to i'm operating at like a two today i feel like you're fine sans blue which is black green white red yes so this is actually weirdly enough this is the only one of these four color combinations that i'm playing now and probably my favorite one right now i know we've talked so much about why the other ones are so good and there's a ton of reasons why this one is not so good blue is probably the best color in the format there's a good argument that it could be black but for me having blue counterspells is extremely powerful but for me and my play style and how i like to play blood pod is like my favorite deck in cdh i get to curve out i get to do aggressive things i get to pressure my opponents i get to put them in weird situations i get to win with one single card easy win condition with birthing pod is great um i have i talked about in other decks why i thought the dockside two card combo was better in this particular list without access to blue with access to black i have so many ways to tutor just the one card that i need and finding that window is so easy with this deck because i can stop my opponents so often so for me this is like one of my favorites decks ever in cdh i don't want to gloss over the negatives too quick because yeah. the other negative is that you don't get access to some of the best card advantage engines that all the other four color piles get which is like ristic study mystic remora and a bunch of the other creatures that you get to play now too so yeah there's definitely a lot that you're missing in this color combination without a doubt the blue things like you said definitely you're weak to orcish bowmaster that's yeah. true like you do lean into the mana dorks and you are weak to the bowmaster but that you being said oh, i'm sorry to interrupt you also get to play the bowmaster which is nice and you get to play a yeah. lot of things that are like bowmaster the pylon i've been playing things like shieldred and mayhem devil to really stack up damage against my opponents and put real pressure on them but 
there are like you're 100 right there are big issues with this deck but i do think that your deck leverages like blood pot in general leverages timna a lot better than a lot of the other decks that we're talking about that are playing timna even blue farm i would say too you just have so many creatures and they all have such good stats they're going to get through for damage here so i think that it kind of outweighs some of the downsides very well yeah you don't kind of care about not having counter spells your creatures are your interaction and they do a super good job of slowing the game down to the point that you need them to when you're ready to win the game yeah definitely in my opinion this is the best timna deck maybe not the best deck but like you said it's the best it's the deck that utilizes timna the best having chrome in the command zone for timna that's very good but this deck can pretty consistently draw two or three cards i think um you have so many different threats spread across the board tana doesn't do a lot it doesn't really do anything to help with that timna plan doesn't really do anything at all it's very similar to a bruise um the main thing that it does is i can eldritch evolution it into whatever monster of the week that i think is the most devastating Stating. right now it's Rurikthar. in the past it's been Sire Yo, it's Rurikthar now we're stacking up damage oh that's sweet Shieldred Mayhem Devil Rurikthar. everyone's God taking damage damn Dylan <laughs> I can't wait I didn't know about yeah, that yeah so there's there's an ability to do a lot of cool things and the Kiki combo in this deck is awesome you have yeah. several ways to find it between Survival of the Fittest Vivian Birthing Pod you can make the win come out of nowhere um it's a great deck uh, definitely, I like it a lot, but lacking the blue counter spells is big. I would like to touch on the turbo aspect of these colors sure. as well. Tim Natana turbo is also something that you can totally do. You're in really good colors to go fast and to try to win with like a quick two card win con that you can piece together with like i don't know wither bloom and channel smog or something like that. yeah definitely you get access to dockside and culling ritual and you get access to all you know that's the two right there is like the that's best really what in the it format. is yeah so yeah this can definitely be a very fast turbo deck you lose access to timna being as good because you don't have as much time with timna that doesn't really matter though if you're winning the game who fucking cares yeah you're really just trying to go as like as fast as possible with that deck normally yeah i do still think that blood pod is the better version but either way tim natana is taking the top spot for this for the for all four for sans blue oh i'm definitely. gonna say yeah. yeah it's definitely tim tano what are even the other options the four pip one is one that i've never seen in cedh or to be frank i might have even only come across in casual oh, once it doubles damage to other players or something right yeah 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 that one's not good let's Poopy. move on from that yeah Pooper. all right so those are all of the four color combinations do you want to touch on five color real quick while yeah, we're here too? Might as well there's really not much to say besides that we haven't already said i feel like yeah the only th the only problem with five color is that you have to figure out what you aren't gonna play because you can't play 120 cards in your deck yeah and your mana can be a little bit tricky yes we have fetches and duels and a lot of five color lands but you have to be a little more conscious when you're fetching your lands a lot of the times you have to know what you're getting you have to think about it a little bit more and the four color and three color decks you just don't have to think about that quite as much no uh, especially because you said all the reasons why, yeah. <laughs> um, so some of the best five-color decks. There's a lot of five-color commanders out there, but I only want to touch on what we could consider for being the best in yeah. CEDH right now. Um, Sisse is the first one that I think of. It's just been doing incredibly well in tournaments recently. Yeah, and Tyvar is recently found to be very good in Sisse, as the pod podcast comments from a couple of weeks ago from when you're watching this has indicated to us we forgot to mention that oh, Tyvar yeah. is good in Sisse. We forgot to mention a lot in that podcast. Lord was another one. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Shieldred. <laughs> yeah, Sisse is very, very good. Yeah. Um, wait, did we forget Shieldred too? We didn't talk about Shieldred at all in the God. 2023 podcast either. Yeah, it <laughs> okay. definitely should have gone in the episode for the 99 yeah 
<laughs> um, um, that's so funny. Either way, Sisse is great right now in the format. Uh, the other two I would say you're probably about to say is Kenrith and Njila. I would say they're up there too with the other top ones. Yeah. I put First Liver as like kind of an honorable mention here. And I would say Jensen Luris as kind of another honorable honorable mention. Yeah, definitely. Jensen Luris gains the ability of being able to play Bring to Light, I think, the best out of all of these, which just means you yeah. get a second copy of Ad Nauseam, which, which is, is super nice. cool. And you get Luris as a companion, which is also another cool upside. Yeah, you can buy back that Underworld Breach, which is very helpful. Um, for me, I think I want my commander to either do a little bit more or draw cards, and this one doesn't do either of those. I think so as well, yeah. Sisse does a lot more. Kenrith draws cards. Najila, I think, is a little bit more sleek. Exactly. You know what I mean? And first sliver food chain. Stinker. Yeah, that's just a, a deck that we've yeah. talked a lot about being very disappointing at all times. Doesn't make good use of Mana Crypt and Soul Ring, yeah, which yeah. is really upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I think if you want to do uh, lots of colors food chain, I think you go with Traxa. And then I think if you want to do really good food chain, you do Sultai and you do um, Ukuma. Like Ukuma and Kazur. You yeah. go that way. I think to me, those are the two options. I just, there's not a reason oh, to go. I would go Rocco. Rocco's too. fine like, that's too. Yeah, pretty good, Rocco's but fine I like too. Blue I just, and you black want, and food chain. You want your commander to like at least be able to do something rather than just yeah. be an outlet. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I have the, right, you want to have the option of doing something. Yeah, I've been getting bummed out on commanders that aren't doing anything in the command zone and like just re only relying on my 99. I know that the 99 is more important than my command zone, but sometimes I'm going to mold a five. I'm going to flounder around because someone played Aven Mind Sensor really early and I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And I need my commander to generate advantage. And if it's not going to do that, I'm just going to be sitting there on my phone because I'm <laughs> losing the game. <laughs> yeah, you fall behind really quick. Yeah, you really can. So, all right, Kenrith, Najila, Sisse. For me, I honestly think it's Sisse right now. I think it's hard to say. I feel like this is the same thing with the Atraxa, Thrasios, Timna, where Atraxa is new. And I feel like, although Sisse isn't as new as Atraxa, it does have the recency thing of it's gotten more things recently. And Najila has tried and true and proven for yeah. a long time. I think if we're trying to stay on par with how we've been doing the rest of it, I don't think Sisse could compare with Kenrith or Najila yeah. to stack up in terms of its legacy right yeah i think it's just still it's still a work in progress it's still growing and najila and kenneth are pretty locked in i would say najila is better three is better than five and najila is just quicker um so that's me personally but i understand the strength of kenneth too no i think i would have to agree with you too because i think that there is a just an overbearing omnipresent threat of najila in the format like at all times and even when we talk about najila being bad it's still really good and it's only proving that more and more as it continues to top four and win tournaments over and over again even through orcish bowmaster it doesn't care it's very flexible it can use all the tutors really well it can very easily find thassa's oracle even more so than kenrith i think because you play more lord of the ground creatures and more lord of the ground tutors to sack those creatures to find shit and, and it's getting new good cards for it too like samut was an awesome new addition for this deck this year so it's definitely not getting left behind yeah definitely not so now, we got the big project of the podcast here. We have to rank Thrasios Vile Smasher, Thrasios Timna, Timna Krom, Timna Tana, Thrasios Bruise, and Najila. 
Oof, yeah, okay. So do you want to go through your rating or do you want me to just fire through? Oh, we got to do this together. This is because right. we're coming up with the play to win rating. What's here, the best so. one? The, the best one, I think, is Tim Necrom. I think Blue the best Farm. one is Tim Necrom. Yeah. yeah, you don't need green um, and Blue Farm is a little bit more efficient. Than Najila, but I think I think Najila is probably second. You think that five color Najila would be second? It's second, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. I think that going towards the bottom of the list here, what do we think is the bottom of the list? I'm, for me, it's it's Sands Black. It's it's Thrasios Brews. You think it's you're thinking it's Thrasios Brews? I think so. In terms of overall, like how good these decks have actually performed, I'm actually thinking it's Sands White. Interesting. And Thrasios Vile Smasher. I think okay. that deck, even though it's resurging a little bit less, like. Thrasios Brews is like super high up on the overall performance ratings on EDH Top 16. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. We can put Sands White at the bottom with the the note of it's probably going to be much different in a year from now. Yeah, that's true. And de depending on what other tools we keep seeing get printed for it and how the meta might change over time. If green gets more tools, I would imagine that Sans White would get to use those tools uh, better than Sans Black, if that makes sense. It probably depends on the tools that, that it's getting, yeah. Like cards like Legolas's Quick Reflexes, that, I didn't say that sentence at all correctly. Legolas's Quick Reflexes. That's a Dr. Seuss sentence if I've ever read one. <laughs> like that card is like a great green tool that doesn't really help this deck or yeah. what these decks are really trying to do so much. But it probably helps the Thrasios deck a little bit more. I'm not even sure if you would need it there. Either way, I agree with you that Sans White is the worst of these. All right, so we'll say I'll, I'll put some asterisks next to that, though. So then that means that the last one left is Sans Red. So that means that Thrasios Timna is better than Thrasios Bruise and Thrasios Vile Smasher. I guess so. And then is, is uh, Sans uh, Blue above that? Oh, shoot. There are six. Yeah, where do we put... Would we put Tim Natana? I think for me, I put I think Sands Blue is better than Sands Red right now, just because Dockside is really fucking good. The stats might not show that. That might be my biased opinion because I like the play style of Sands Blue better. If we continue to go with Ubiquity, both of them have a very widespread history in CEDH, but I don't think anything would compare to Tim Nathrasios. So if we needed to use that as a tiebreaker, I guess that's something we could do. I don't think either are particularly amazing in the format right now but i do think right now blood pods better and i think what you said with you personally playing it i think that's gonna help make it outweigh thrasios timna so we are gonna put it higher even though the other one's got more history yeah okay. i think we're gonna put tim natana above it because it's our fucking list <laughs> hell yeah i love that and i haven't had a lot of luck with thrasios timna recently so i'm i'm on board with this so we have a list should we start from the bottom or the top? Let's start from the bottom. Give it to us. So our least best four or five color combination is Sans White featuring Thrasios Vile Smasher. I don't know if we need to clap for that one. It didn't <laughs> even make top five. Okay, fair. I don't know why I give you so much shit about it, but next, our fifth best color combination is Sans Black in Thrasios Brews. I, I don't I don't want to feel like I've scared you from clapping. You're more than welcome to clap. Never clapping again now. <laughs> Fuck, I ruined the whole feel of the podcast now. In our fourth place spot, we have Sans Red featuring Thrasios Timna. In our third place spot, we have Sans Blue featuring Timna Tana. In our second place spot, we have Five Color featuring Najila. I 
that feels weird to say. And then in our number one spot, we have Sands Green featuring Tim the Crom. Great list. Well done. Uh, you, you do like this list? I think it's great, yeah. I think it's a little weird to say five colors worse than Blue Farm, but objectively, I think Tim Necrom's the best deck in the format, so... Green offers you less than what Tim Necrom provides. Yeah. Advantage is better than combo in the com command zone. Yeah, I definitely agree, because Najila provides no advantage in the command zone, so... Yeah. Wow, what another great list we have. Thank you so much for watching or listening. If you'd like to support us directly, you can do so on Patreon, like our $100 patrons. Devlin, Mark Cirillo, Alan Button, lowercase, Zachary Nelson, she doesn't even go here, Stokal Acura, Stormageddon, Luke Cook, AJ Awasebi, Demon of Rosgaries, Uncle Butts, Kwaja A. Hamid, Lauren Connell, and Baby Jeebus. If you want to pick up any of our merch, you can do that at playtoinmtg.com. Thank you so much, Dragon Show, for supporting the show. If you want to help support the show, make sure you use our affiliate link down below and use code PLAYTOIN5 for 5% off your order. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you so much for watching. See you next time. Alex Musselman, Tyler H., Tyler the Tree, Mallcraft, Driving Crooner, Jabaha, Dalton Poteet, Kadanis, Lutri's Dad, Mitchell Shepard, Justin, Mansolo, Pedro, Jacob Depp, Michael Ballou, Jan Wildfang, Thomas Bueno, and David Nelson. This is how I'll talk when I talk. It'll be around like this, and I'll try to talk like this. I'm going to try to work on leaning more towards the camera. Um, and less like this. Do a little bit of both, you know what I mean? But I want to be a little bit more square. Hit both. Hit both. Talk hit, to the people. Hit both Chan. Hit both Chan. Is that a new Pokemon? It's, it's the fourth one of the of those three. Hitmon Chan, Hitmon Lee, Hitmon Top. Hipmon Chan. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.